Welcome to I Love Palm Beach. We talk about everything Palm Beach County, Florida has to offer and why you should make it your home. We are a team of real estate professionals who love where we live, and we want to show you why you will love Palm Beach too. You'll learn about our hobbies and our lifestyle stories for fun and amazing things to do. Follow in our search for stories to find the best of. Whether it's a specific food or service, Palm Beach has it all and does it bigger and better. Or follow our local hero stories to discover the amazing people who call Palm Beach home. And now, here's your host, Rebecca Giacoba. Hi, it's Rebecca here. I also have Rose with me today. And we are meeting with Dorothy Jacks, Palm Beach County property appraiser. And she's spoken for me many, many times at different events. And she is a really great resource if you're already living in Palm Beach County or you're planning to move here. So um, tell us what's going on. It's been quite the year, huh? Yeah, it sure has. Um, you know, a lot is happening. I mean, all in all, if we think about it, it's actually in the real estate market not been too bad. Uh, I think that the um, residential market is certainly holding its own. In some ways, it's going to be a good year. Um, we had certainly a lot of slowdown in the first couple months. Well, not the first couple months, but April and May. But the market has picked right back up. And our sales transaction counts, which we keep track of, are, are actually at about the same pace they were last year at this point. We just have those couple months that weren't so good. You know, in the, sa the, tr the actual sales prices are also really good. In fact, I suspect we will have a year-over-year -year increase in value this year to last year. You know, this year was, a, was it, it, our, how we work in the property appraiser's office, and these are the same rules across the state of Florida. Each county has, their, has a, someone like me, an elected property appraiser who oversees an annual taxation of property, meaning an annual, I'm sorry, an annual revaluation of property. And so every January 1st, we look at the prior year's sales and transactions and arrive at a market value based on mostly comparable sales in the residential market income information in the commercial market, and certainly cost information in both. But in the residential market, you know, 2019 was a good year, and it looks like 2020 is also going to turn out to be a pretty good year. You know, the commercial sector has been a little different. Mm -hmm. um, we are expecting to see some of that information regarding um, income in information as we get into the mm -hmm. petition season, which is right now. Uh, but And that will help us to examine where we will set the 2021 values, which will, of course, be based on what's happening January 1st, 2021. So right now, we're really starting our work on the 2021 role. And uh, we just recently closed the 2020 role and handed it to the tax collector who collects taxes as of November 1st. So that's the next big moment in everyone's year, which is not everybody's happiest moment no, absolutely. <laughs> when the bell comes uh, in, but um, certainly it helps to get the fire engines out of the stations and gets the road, roads repaired and, uh, you know, property taxes are an important thing in, in Florida, certainly. Yes, and I think because we don't have state taxes, people don't realize how important it is, but yet at the same time, 
our taxes are still much more favorable than the Northeast. Let's say Connecticut, New Jersey, Massachusetts, New York, of course. So we're still a good bargain for people that um, want to have a change. Absolutely. And I and it's it can't be said enough, especially if you're looking at Florida as an option uh, for a new place to live is it is in the end fairly affordable from a tax standpoint. I always tell people taxes are like a pie. We all pay a pie's worth of taxes wherever we're from, but the portions the portions are different. So the sales tax portion may be bigger in some states. There's income tax, a, a slice mm -hmm. of income tax in some states. But in Florida, the property tax is a bigger slice. And it's only because, again, like you said, there's no state income tax. And uh, our sales tax is actually quite reasonable. And there are obviously other taxes in Florida. But, you know, it, again, property tax is the main uh, funder of local government and local government is so important to all of us. I mean, I think to myself, you know, we talk a lot about national politics, but really local government has the biggest impact on our lives day to day. I mean, they are the people, like I said, who roll the fire engines out of the station, but they're also the people that get the roads repaired, make sure we have a good library system, make sure that the schools are well funded, make sure that there's crossing guards, make sure that there's nurses. I mean, there's all kinds of things that local government is paying for and so when there's local elections I just think it's really important everybody think about that because that I agree really impacted day to day I agree a hundred percent we do get all riled up in what's going on nationally and I always say none of them care about us but our local politicians do yeah because it's impactful and I think our county is managed so nicely between roads and state parks and our firefighters are nice, our police officers are nice. Mm. When I say nice, that means that they're good to the people and that's what they're looking out for. So um, yeah. um, I think it's gonna be very interesting. I think the numbers that you're gonna see this year are not gonna be so different than what you saw in 2019 but I think 2021, you'll see some impact, especially in the retail commercial. Mm -hmm. I think we're just starting to see those vacancies now. And as I understand that they're based on income. So I think we're gonna see something happen there. Yeah, and we agree uh, in the, certainly in the retail sector, I'd also mentioned the hotel sector. That mm -hmm. is really going to have a hard time. Absolutely. Or, you know, it's uh, anything to do with hospitality will probably struggle. And I think of those probably um, hotels the most. But, you know, there's even other smaller things to think about. Theaters, movie theaters, anything yes. that, that anything where there is a crowd, there isn't going to be a crowd. Um, mm -hmm. You know, some of those properties like like um, real theaters, places like the Kravis Center, are mm -hmm. tax exempt. So they're okay from a tax, property tax standpoint, but there's operating costs. I mean, you can't let a building like that sit with Absolutely. no one to it. I mean, they have carrying costs, so that's gonna be hard. But on the property tax stands side of things, we are closely watching hotels, uh, office space especially, although I do think that that's probably a longer term 
problem because many offices have long-term leases with their tenants. And so you're talking about two or three years before somebody might be able to get out of a, a lease. But, you know, we've had a lot of construction in the office space arena over the last yeah. two or three years. And we have a number of new buildings coming online. And so, you know, we really do have to, and I think local officials have to ask those questions as more buildings are approved as, you know, who is going to be in these buildings. Um, right. So, you know, if you're coming down from up north, bring your business with you. <laughs> That's what we're counting on. We want to help them with both. Plenty, plenty of office space, beautiful yeah. office space available. I know. Um, I was, I'm not seeing that as badly yet because of the long-term leases. And I think we had a bit of a shortage of it. So I think that you're absolutely right on that. So we want them to come with their businesses. Absolutely. The take up, space take is up, reasonable compared yeah. to what they were paying. You know, we saw some interesting increases over the last, it's been a trend probably three, four years in warehousing. Another mm -hmm. good part. I mean, that's been a good part. And I think a lot of that certainly is due to the internet economy. Uh, you know, the every, every supplier from Amazon to Walmart to Target, everybody needs to have their product close to the people. So Correct. that when they say, you know, you'll get it tomorrow, that's the reason you're getting it tomorrow is that there's literally a warehouse not that far from where you are, whether you know it or not. Um, and I think that that whole need for speed in the retail, in the internet world, uh, internet retail world is um, just going to keep driving that warehousing element. You know, they, it, warehousing has been doing well. And I think it will continue to do well, especially well-located things that are close to the turnpike and 95 and so forth. But, you know, the other thing is we're just seeing this um, emphasis on moderately priced housing. Uh, and it's helped a lot of our older mm. um, communities, places like Green Acres and Palm Springs and Royal Palm Beach. And, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is we have 39 individual municipalities in Palm Beach County. And I think all of that brings a flavor to where you live. So something important when you're looking in this area is go and kind of feel out a community, you know, get to know who lives there, get to know what services they have in that city. You know, some cities are known for different things. Palm Beach Gardens is known for great youth program. So is Wellington. You know, other places are known for different things. Uh, Royal Palm Beach is incredibly well situated, for instance, in the county. You know, you can get to pretty much everything from there. Mm -hmm. um, so get to know the communities because it's surprising. You know, you'll get your tax bill and you'll see you're paying taxes to some tiny little place that you've never heard of before, but that's your city. And mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's an important part of the whole you know, scoping out what part of Palm Beach County do you want to be in? Everything has a little different flavor. Yeah, I agree. It's very diverse, but at the same time, I think it's managed very, very well. Mm -hmm. Considering if you look at some of the surrounding counties, even how they've managed growth and highways, and I think we've done a much better job. Um, talking about the affordable housing, that's what I see as such a deficit in our area. Mm -hmm you think that maybe when some of these retail spaces go out or some of the office spaces, there will be a conversion. I don't think we're going to lack numbers of people for a while. Mm. I don't yeah. know, just a thought. I've been playing around with some other brokers and talking about things that could happen. Yeah, I don't, um, you know, 
it's a very desirable place to live. Palm Beach County mm -hmm. is, a, is a great place to live. And I think we're going to keep getting a lot of people that come here. I think our bigger concern is um, where do people live who, who work here, who right. are school teachers, who work in restaurants, who work in retail? I mean, where do they live? And, um, you know, again, that's why I think that some of these not as well-known communities are sometimes a good place to look because there is some more Absolutely. affordability there. Mm -hmm. But there certainly is, and I'm sure you know this, Rebecca, there's like this kind of sweet spot of sort of 400,000 to about 700,000 that everyone seems to want to be in. And that is very hard to find. You know, that's getting harder and harder to find. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of that I think also has to do with supply. I, I think there is certainly a hesitation at the moment on people who might have put their house on the market this year that they haven't done it, whether it's because they don't want to make a big decision themselves, whether it's they don't want people in their house, whatever it is, they've decided to kind of hunker down and stay put where they are. And that's causing an issue with supply, but demand, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. demand continues to drive. And I think when those people, the, the, the supply people kind of loosen up and say, hey, you know, it's now time to make that move I was going to make anyway last year, um, maybe it's next year, that you know, hopefully the market will kind of slow down a little bit and, you know, that there will be an evenly distributed supply and demand like you want in a good economy. Absolutely. So um, anything else that you would like to add? It, like I said, it's been an interesting year. Uh, I think we're both very optimistic about our future, but I'd love to hear your two cents. Sure. You know, I think um, right now, just very timely for the moment, is there's two amendments on the ballot, the November ballot, mm -hmm. uh, that relate to property taxes, Amendment 5 and Amendment 6. Now, these are both amendments to the Constitution because, <laughs> strangely, every exemption process in Florida is is in the Constitution of Florida. Amendment 5 talks about expanding portability uh, from two to three years. And what that means is people who are eligible for portability, they're moving from one homesteaded property to another. They can port or carry their savings from the first to the second. Will would, if it passes, have three years to do that rather than two. And okay. that's a good thing. We do get mm -hmm. people that get caught in that. It's not going to affect a lot of people, but the people it's going to affect will be very, very happy about it. Absolutely. Because, yeah, there's no um, appeals process to portability. You either meet the guidelines and do it within the window as required by law, or you lose it. And so this would be nice. The other one is Amendment 6, which is about veterans' uh, exemptions. There is currently on the law on the books a um, it's it's a combat disabled veteran over 65. So if he's combat he or she's combat disabled 50%, let's say, um, the he gets a tax break of 50%. Okay. Wow. That's how the current exemption works. That's been on, been around for gosh probably 10 years. However, this law would allow that benefit to transfer to a surviving spouse when the veteran passes away. Now, it's important to know that there are other exemptions that already do this, other veterans' benefits, different ones that already do this. 
this one, when they wrote it 10 years ago, they probably just by accident left out this transfer to, survive, to the surviving spouse. And we're just trying to get that put into the law because right now, you know, if you're married to a veteran and, and this is usually obviously older couples and you've had this 50% right. for God, 10, 15 years, and then your spouse dies, you, your taxes go up. I mean, that yeah. is right now. They can what lose happens. their house over it. Yeah. So we really, um, you know, amendments five and six, both on the ballot, both have to pass by 60%, but we're just okay. really trying to let people know about them, that they're both good things. Okay, well, that's great to know. We're going to make sure we pass that along. I did not realize about the veterans one, and I'm happy to see the two to three years because that makes sense with the other tax laws we have in place that that would be a much better thing for people. Mm, yes. Well, thank you so much for taking your time, and I'm sure we'll have you back again next year. Thanks so much. Yes, Rebecca revisit and have something you want to share we'd be happy to get the word out yeah we'd love i'd love to i enjoy doing this so there's always a lot to learn <laughs> absolutely she is a wealth of information well thanks again have a great afternoon and i hope to run into you somewhere soon you too you too all the best take care bye, -bye. thank you bye Thank you for listening to this week's show, and we hope you visit again next week. Please share with your friends, and we look forward to showing you around our amazing city soon. Visit GiaRealty.com. That's G-I-A-R-E-A-L-T-Y team.com. Or you can call us at 561-203-4661.